This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Well, the threat of conflict remains very, very, very high on the Russia-Ukraine border. Uh, All kinds of high-level diplomatic negotiations currently underway to try and see if they can defuse the situation. But as you know, those talks have not gone anywhere uh, in the past couple of weeks. There are tens of thousands of Russian troops uh, being amassed in the area, and there is a lot of concern that uh, an invasion is imminent. Now, of course, you've got Canada as part of NATO uh, very vocally saying we're on board with whatever consequences the West decides to bring forward on Russia should there be uh, an incursion into Ukraine. Right now, it'll be primarily diplomatic and huge financial penalties is what they're talking about. Um, Now, last week, um, we finalized a $120 million loan to Ukraine. There is a small number of special forces troops operating in Ukraine. We've put in plans to try and get um, our diplomatic representatives out of there. In fact, the Prime Minister was talking about that this morning. He says contingency plans are in place to protect Canadian diplomats in Ukraine and their families. Uh, Trudeau says that Canada will make a determination about potential evacuations based on the safety of the situation. We are extremely concerned uh, about uh, the Russian aggression and the uh, ongoing threat of further invasion into Ukraine. Uh, That is why we've worked with our diplomats, uh, our uh, military in place and around the world to ensure uh, that we're doing everything we can, whatever eventuality comes up. Um, Yeah, so we're watching and waiting. Uh, The U.S. putting together plans to evacuate their diplomatic personnel from Ukraine right now. Now, uh, last week... Canada's cybersecurity agency put out a warning saying that the likelihood of Russian-based cyber attacks is growing by the day amid this tension. You can expect Russia to react uh, with cyber attacks. Now there's news this morning. Global Affairs Canada is trying to fix a multi-day disruption in its IT networks that has created massive headaches. Um, The Foreign Affairs Department had significant network outages over the weekend. Uh, At this point, still not clear what may have been affected or what information may have been compromised and or stolen. Uh, Global Affairs, of course, has led uh, our country's response to the tensions between Ukraine and Russia. And sources are very concerned that the network outages may be connected to this crisis. That's not definitive yet, but... Two and two, right? You've got the warning saying Russia will attack infrastructure and will attack government um, services. And uh, they did on the weekend, we assume, but we don't know for sure. So let's get some details on exactly what we can expect and how bad this could get with David Masson, who's the director of enterprise security at cyber AI defense company, Dark Trace. Uh, David, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us this morning. Yeah, hi. uh, Lovely to meet you. So when we take a look at what's going on and just this news out of Ottawa this morning, that Global Affairs Canada has been the victim of some kind of disruption in their IT networks. Um, sounds a lot like exactly what they were warning about last week, right? Uh, yeah, it does, actually. Um, uh, when the, the government warned uh, uh, those people who are responsible for our critical infrastructure, 
part of our critical infrastructure is, believe it or not, government. That's one of the 10 items that we have. And lo and behold, with 48 hours and putting out the warning, uh, something seems to have gone wrong at GAC, which is uh, very, very unfortunate, given the fact that we're focusing on diplomacy with their situation in Ukraine, and our diplomats have just um, had their IT systems broken. Um, okay, so that's one of the ten. What other kind of things are we talking about? I think most of us, when we think infrastructure, we're thinking things like, you know, water treatment plants or whatever the case may be. What, when we talk about critical infrastructure, what kind of targets are available there? Uh, well, actually, you covered one there, uh, water treatment plants. That is part of critical infrastructure. It's the things that support uh, our basic um, life and economic systems here in Canada. So energy, um, particularly electricity, uh, government, finance sector, uh, health, farming, ag- agriculture in general. It's things like that. These, these sort of basic fundamentals that allow us to exist uh, as a nation. What do you, um, I mean, obviously this is the beginning, and we, again, we don't know for sure that Russia is involved what's going on with um, uh, government affairs, but or global affairs, but that seems to be the assumption right now. Would this be um, a, a shot over the bow? Would this be the start of something more to come? How would you anticipate, and how would you try and react to something like this? Well, it's very, very difficult, because um, you don't actually know when it starts, and you may not know when it finishes. Um, the Russians have a long history of uh, being very clever at disguising their true intentions or uh, disguising themselves when they, they get up to no good. Um, so maybe it's already started some time ago and we're only starting to discover it now. Or maybe this is something else. Or this Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash ev9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. It could be somebody else. Uh, unfortunately, um, Canada has uh, more enemies than just uh, one particular nation state in the world. Um, but it's an example of what the disruption you can affect. And that's one thing you can do with cyber. Is you just keep your opponents, whatever your opponents are, just permanently disrupted and not sure about what's going on. And guess what? We're not sure about what's just going on with GAC. Uh, yeah. Somebody's disrupted us and we're actually pondering, well, what, what, what's this all about? What's the point? What's the, what's the aim here? And we're really not sure. So we're disrupted. We're distracted. Uh, and that's a really good thing to do to your opponents. Um, now, this is, I mean, the question, and I've asked this of so many <laughs> cybersecurity experts, and there doesn't seem to be, a, I mean, we know, right? We Like, this is not new. We know that the activity may be ramped up because of what's going on around Ukraine, but we know these kind of cyber attacks have been something we need to guard against. Well, for years now, are, are we better defended today than we were, say, a year ago or five years ago? Oh, we're better defended than we were um, uh, five years ago. Um, and, and when we say we, there's, there's two elements here. There's what the government can do, uh, and primarily that's focused on protecting government infrastructure. Then there's the rest of us. Uh, we've just been speaking about uh, critical infrastructure. Yep. Believe it or not, 85% of that is in private hands. The government doesn't run it. 
And that will be one of the reasons why the government put that warning out last week to those who run our critical infrastructure to say, look, can you be on standby? Can you start doing something now uh, uh, towards uh, just upping your game? Uh, we are better protected now than we were five years ago. But again, we're always relying on, relying, if that's the right word, on what the, whoever the attacker is going to do, because we can't decide when, where and how what the attacker is going to do. So we're going to be ready all the time, really. That's what I'm wondering. Is there a way, okay, we know there's, the risk is always there, but we know right now with this warning and the situation that's happening uh, in Eastern Europe right now that the risk is much higher than it's been before. Is there yeah. a way of adding an extra layer of security, taking some things offline? Are there things that we can do and should be doing uh, in an instance like this? Well, you don't want to be taking things offline unless you've got a really, really, really good reason to. Um, an example would be when, like, Humber Hospital got ransomware a few months ago. Uh, they spotted it in its early stages and literally took the hospital offline as a way of stopping the attack. Yeah. But we can't, do, we can't do that all the time. You can't keep taking things offline because the company won't operate very very often. If you remember the Colonial Pipeline attack last yep. year, yep. Uh, where they, they had to take the petrol, sorry, the, the gas supply to the eastern seaboard offline for a few days, you can't keep doing that all the time. You'll disrupt your economy, you disrupt your own country. Um, so it's rather unfortunate. But you need to be ready for this kind of thing. And I think that's what's behind the warning that came out last week. I'm going to just say something about the, uh, the warning, Shay. Um, uh, I'm a kind of oldish guy now, and I remember the Cold War, War very well. I remember living through it yeah. uh, as a youngster and in my late 20s. And uh, I don't recall ever being warned by a government to be on standby for potential imminent Russian-backed attack. Never right. ever heard that. But we had that last Thursday. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. Yeah. And then we saw what happened on the weekend. Um, if if you're in Ottawa right now and you're part of this IT team that's got to try and figure out what's going on and at the same time prevent other further attacks, I mean, just what is the situation right now? Just trying to assess exactly what's been targeted and how bad this breach is? Yeah, what they'll be doing is they'll be going deep inside the, the network at GAC. Um, the, the fact that they know they've been breached shows that they found something. So that's their start point. They'll be burrowing into that. They'll be working out um, the exact nature of the attack, making sure that they don't, they, they can't, they're not vulnerable to it again. And then based on what they've found, they'll be using that to try and work out. Well, they're going to do something that's called attribution. They, they will be trying to find out who did this. Um, we may be told. We may not be told. Um, it all depends. That's up to the government to decide. Um, if we are told, and it turns out to have been something that's linked to Russia, I think I think we might actually be told about this. Yeah. Um, but something the government will also be considering is, is you know, in, in the modern age, you've got to be careful about how wound up you make your country uh, during a crisis because you don't want to make things worse. Uh, what do you anticipate from here? I mean, obviously this won't be one and done. Uh, do you expect more of this kind of activity by the Russians? Uh, well, we can expect more. Gen- in general, there's yeah. an awful lot of cyber activity going on anyway. And that's the whole thing about attribution. It's difficult to do. It's really only nation states can attribute an attack properly. And there are some private companies out there that are quite good at attributing them, uh, attributing attacks as well. And that, that's why you hear about things like Colonial Pipeline linked to yeah. an outfit called Darkside, who are based in Russia. Based in Russia, it's usually a pretty good uh, idea of whose side you're on. Um, but it's difficult to do. You've got to do it properly. Uh, and that's what GAC will be doing right now. Yeah, going through it. Uh, David, great insight. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you joining us. You're very welcome. That is David Masson, who is the Director of Enterprise Security at cyber AI defense company Darktrace.